Welcome to the Influency Podcast. I'm Hadar, and this is episode number 139. And today we have another episode of Ask Hadar. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so happy that you're here. And today we have my favorite corner on the podcast, which is Ask Hadar. And here I play the audio. I would show you the video, but it's impossible because it's a podcast. So I play the audio of one of our listeners who had a question for me and recorded it for me, and then I'll answer the question. And today we have Silvana, who is asking a question about becoming a teacher, even though she's still on her own journey, her own English learning journey. And she's very passionate about teaching. So she's asking if that's possible. So let's listen to Silvana's question and to my answer. And by the way, if you want to record your question or even record a video that I could share on Instagram, then I'm going to share the link in the show notes where you can submit your video or audio question. And you too can be on the podcast or on Instagram. So um, let's go ahead and listen to today's episode. Hi, Hadar. My name is Silvania. I'm from Brazil. So I'm here to ask you a favor. Would you please send me some tips that to just beginning to be uh, an English teacher, a digital English teacher? So it's kind of very challenging because as you released a video that people sometimes can be so mean, so underestimate the others. So it's kind of thing that can affect us a little bit, but the things that we have been learning from you is that we have to be strong and do not let people put us down, right? So I'm so encouraging. I really love the language. And of course, we are not perfect. We are human. So, but we still are searching for uh, to be a very nice person. And of course, to be a digital teacher. Okay, Silvania, I'm so happy that you asked this question. And first of all, thank you so much for all your kind words. And I absolutely agree with you because on one hand, we do have fears and challenges and things can always happen. But at the same time, we have to do what we are passionate about and what we want to do. Now, here's my take about teaching English when English is not your first language. And even more so when you yourself are still a learner. So you feel like you still have things to learn and improve, but you are ready to teach. Is that possible? So a lot of people might come and say, what? No, you don't have perfect English or you don't speak like a native, so you cannot teach the language, whether they're going to be your future students or your colleagues. 
So there are these voices. But here's the thing: teaching is not just transforming knowledge. Teaching is creating the sense for your students that something is possible for them, and giving them the tool to understand how they can use English in a way that makes them feel good, right, and that they love it. To create a positive experience with English, and teaching English can be done in a different language, especially for people who are just starting out. I'm not fanatic, and I think that no, you should speak in English to everyone, even to someone who doesn't understand you. I don't think that's beneficial. I think that can create a lot of resistance for the students. So I wouldn't rush to do that unless the student wants that. And I know that this is the method in in many places in the world. But I am all about looking at the student and seeing their own progress. So. Even if you might, you or someone else out there wanting to become a teacher, you still have some challenges and things that you haven't acquired just yet. It does not mean that you can't teach people who are earlier on the journey than you. That is it, okay? People who are starting out, people who need a conversation coach, right? Someone to help them get the words out of their head and into their mouth, and. You know, from your energy and from your vibe and from your passion, I can tell that you are going to do everything that is in your power to help that student succeed and to do that. You know, we always think, no, we have to have a good model. But think about people moving to the U.S., having you know native speakers around them, having that good model all the time. It doesn't mean that they will be able to take that and integrate that and improve their English unless they give themselves permission. They practice intentionally, right? They're persistent. They do the work. They show up. So, we want to allow our students to gain those skills, the confidence that it's possible, and of course, the building blocks that will help them, you know, learn what they need to learn to get to the next stage. And usually, when Your students advance, you advance as well. If you are still feeling like you have things to learn in the language, and going to your question or your comment about people can be so mean. Some people can be mean, but there are very few. Most of them are not. Most of them want to see you succeed. So we can't focus on those who are mean or the fear of those elusive people—people people we don't know, right? Like they don't have a name that might be mean. We can't determine the actions that we take in life based on ideas that people that don't exist have, right? It doesn't make any sense. And you have to operate from this understanding that people want your best. And they want the best for their students. And every now and then, if you come across criticism or hatred or whatnot, you just stay out of it. It's theirs. It's not yours. It doesn't mean anything about you. The question that you need to ask yourself: Am I helping my students? Am I allowing them to use English in a way that they weren't able to use it before? These are the questions that need to interest you. Do they enjoy what I'm doing? Right? Do they benefit from it? Are they learning? 
Are they using it? Are they excited, passionate about the language? Do they feel it's possible for them? If the answer is yes to all of that, you're doing a good job. And yes, like when it comes to also teaching pronunciation, if you know you haven't mastered all the sounds of English, you don't have to when you teach it, but you know you can clarify it to students. You, you can help them understand where they struggle. You can send them to learn on YouTube specific things and come implement it with you. Right? So you don't have to be the person who teaches everything. You facilitate the knowledge that is already there. We live in a different era. The teacher does not need to be the expert and to know everything about English to do a good job. It's just not the reality. There's like this crazy high quality content out there. You can direct your students there if these are things that you don't feel comfortable teaching yet. It doesn't make you a bad teacher. It doesn't make you a bad teacher. It just means that you know that they can get their resources from there, from that person, and then you two can practice it together and implement it. You make sure that they're on track. You make sure that they don't get discouraged. You make sure that they are not doing something that might sabotage their progress. That's our jobs as teachers. It's like the new, the new teacher, right? So, Silvana, I think that you should go for it. <laughs> If you ask me, absolutely go for it. Plus, you know, it's so amazing now in this era to take advantage of the digital world and build a business that you love and that is profitable and you can provide for your family. And maybe you can hire more people. Think of all the lives that you can change in addition to the lives of your students and your family and yourself and maybe people who might work with you in the future. So this could be a life-changing decision. Don't let negative thoughts or judgment of people you don't know stop you from achieving all that. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but at least you need to give it a try and to see if this is indeed your true calling. Okay? I hope this helps. Good luck. And if you have any questions or anyone else, let me know in the comments. Bye.